This is Fearless Beauties, a podcast dedicated to voices of color in the beauty industry. We are talking to estheticians, skincare professionals, and beauty industry owners on tactical career tips, professional skill development, and ultimately how we can create a better beauty industry together. As we enter our fourth season, we dedicate our episodes to the skincare professionals who are focused on mindset mastery and building community for all. Welcome back to the Fearless Beauties podcast. On season four, we're teaming up with Nichelle Mosley, the Barrier Queen, to uncover a mindset mastery challenge, where we'll be discussing inclusivity with industry experts on how to gain confidence, foster personal growth, and shift your mindset. I'm your host, Alina Velez. I'm your co-host, Nichelle Mosley. Welcome back. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Thank you so much for being here with us today. We are going to be delving into cultivating confidence with a highlight on really the importance of building self-confidence and self-awareness as a way to combat self-doubt. And we have a really special guest with us today, all the way from Canada, Ms. Charmaine Cooper. So go ahead, say hello to the people and tell us all about you. Happy to do so. Hi, Alina and Michelle. It is an honor to be here with your listening audience. It is, I was sharing uh, with someone earlier, a highlight for me. So I'm really, really delighted to be with you on your podcast. And a little bit about myself. I am known as C.R. Cooper. I'm an author. I'm a speaker as well as um, a skin health equity expert, aka my uh, brand name is referred to to as the skin theologian, not because what I do is religious, but because I'm so passionate about truth around skin for skin professionals in the industry and professionals that cross paths with skin professionals. So it can be in multiple different industries, which is why I'm so delighted to be here um, with this topic today, because this is absolutely essential in, in really helping to anchor one's success, anchor or tethers one's success to something that is foundational, elementary, yet often at times forgotten. So I really uh, applaud you ladies for this theme in this episode and in the series of podcasts and really honored to be here. I've got chill bumps already. (laughs) Right. I mean, my goodness. I mean, it's just such an honor, you know, someone who has watched your journey, who has watched, you know, the things that you've accomplished in the industry. I'm such a huge fan of yours. I'm always rooting for you. And I think you're someone who just really genuinely embodies uh, self-confidence and self-awareness for me. So, you know, would you mind just kind of giving our listeners, our audience, just a little bit of information on your journey about how you've you've navigated so much, you know, in in your in your career. Um, So combating low Self-esteem, I think, is something that, you know, is is something that could potentially be a pitfall. But, um, you know, you're someone who just I look up to and I just want to know how you do what you do. So please, please share with us. 
Okay, happy to jump in there. Love the question, first of all, <laughs> because it's one that really takes a lot of introspection. And I believe, this is just my professional and personal belief, that no one is born confident. We are, however, born with a sense of innate or intrinsic worth and safety. We're born with that. See, where it changes and where confidence either develops or completely is deteriorated is when our worth as well as our safety is threatened or when we feel or perceive that it's threatened. Um, my journey actually started off with a plan B, which apparently I'm not the only one. I, I've crossed a lot of paths of people who have had plan Bs, which essentially have turned out to be destiny pathways. So it's never a plan B at first. It seems like a plan B, but it turns out to be, ah, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So this, me entering to this industry, um, I had a tumultuous year uh, 27 years ago when my mother, who was also my best friend, passed away suddenly, diagnosed with a um, fatal disease, died in three weeks, no sign, anything leading up to that. It was the three weeks that she deteriorated, rocked my wow. world. She was a single mother. Me and my brother grew up with her. And so she became my best friend. And she was in a line of work that she was not pleased with. For 21 years, she was in the banking field. So I saw firsthand how it fed into her sense of complacency and just not feeling like she's fulfilling anything for her children, for their legacy, et cetera, being a single mom. So she actually left the banking industry after 21 years climbing the corporate ladder and opened her own fashion store. So she became this fashionista, tagging her little girl along with her, obviously, to house to house to sell these clothing. So I got my early taste on that. And I saw my mom's confidence just take off. But ladies, mm. what I also saw is that she had to cross a barrier of insecurity. What if I'm leaving the job security of X, Y, or Z? I'm a single mother, but this is what's in my heart to do. So she did that and she didn't live much longer than that, but I saw the joy. I saw the sense of accomplishment. And so that kind of resonated within me for years, even when I, at the end of that year that she passed away, decided to step into a field that was about caring for others, helping them to value and care for themselves. And that stuck with me because I wanted to live a career. I say that intentionally. I believe that our careers aren't safe, aren't separate from our lives. Mm. They are a part of our lives. So live my career in a way that I felt I was accomplishing something. And so I was very insecure, like anyone else. But I often at times just took some pause breaks to really remember that insecurity doesn't have to mean that you're paralyzed in complacency. You can be courageous and step out anyway, like she did. And like I've done and many people I've met over this career of mine um, have done and are doing today. And so I think that... I think if we start off by knowing that none of us start off being confident, but it is something that we have to face by crossing those barriers of fear or what ifs. I hope that makes sense. Mm, that, that is so incredible. 
Yeah. It's an interesting um, thought because for me growing up, I was kind of raised on the thought that like you keep you keep business and your and your personal life separate. Right. I don't know if, Michelle, yeah. you can um, kind of relate to that. Right. <laughs> and so I just think that's just it's I'm kind of stuck on that because it's so true. Like that's everything that we kind of like preach about, but kind of acknowledging that. Yeah, that's that's how I was raised. And I'm trying to break that right kind of generational uh, mindset of no, like it can coincide. It can, right. you know, harmonize. Absolutely. 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 And it's so much more genuine when it does harmonize. I think mm -hmm. when you can show up fully and authentically, I think that that is, you know, where the, the real magic lives. You know, if, if I can just share a little bit about, you know, growing up and, and also having parental figure pass away at a young age, mm. it really, really shapes who you are. And it shapes, you know, the shared legacy that you want to create in the world. So what you were speaking to, Charmaine, and, you know, that that shared legacy that you have with your mother and, you know, wanting to, you know, do more than than just, you know, provide a service or, you know, yeah. do do a treatment. Right. Like this is a calling. This is a purpose. Mm -hmm. This is so much more than just, you know washing someone's skin or cleaning someone's face. I mean, people can deduce it down to so much, you know, so very little, but when you have the ability to help someone's confidence and, you know, help them to have a better quality of life. Yes. So that, that really is, it's priceless. Thank you so much for sharing that. It's, it's really not easy to navigate this world with when, you know, you, you don't have a parental figure and, and I'm so grateful, you know, for the community that we've been able to foster online and, you know, now develop even more. Um, I'm I'm just looking forward to so much more of what we can, you know, continue to to really hone in with. Would you mind sharing with us, though, um, you know, what what motivates you the most? You know, like what's motivated you the most other than what what you mentioned when it comes to, you know, how you were able to keep that resiliency when you didn't necessarily have the example? I'd, I'd be happy to. And I think um, you hit something that's a key touch point for me. And that is how do you access that magic quality, that magical quality, I believe is available to us all. And it has a lot to do in my opinion with a sense of responsibility. I mean, you mentioned it, Nichelle, when you were saying it's a purpose orientation. So when we come through the barrier or through the wall, because we're all going to face it through the wall of fear and insecurity, and then realize, oh my gosh, there's something on the other side of that barrier, this wall. There's a whole world. You come into an authentic connection with my sense of responsibility. One, recognizing, A, you did not get there by yourself. There are those mm. who blaze the trail before you and mm. they left a legacy for you, whether it's a family member, who I believe she's always with me, um, your loss of your parental figure as well, Nichelle, anyone listening to this, I believe they're always with us because they are a part of who we are. Um, mm. Whether it's a mentor, someone who um, 
traverse this terrain before us in the skin industry or in their career. So when we recognize, okay, this door didn't open for me because I bursted it down. It opened for me because I did my part, but someone else did theirs for me. And when you acknowledge that grace that someone left for you, it leaves you with a sense of responsibility to leave it for others. And so around 2020, when the world was awakened, <laughs> so <laughs> I realized that there was, there was a purpose in that. There's always a purpose in chaos. And not that the chaos itself is purpose-oriented, but you can grasp a truth, a wisdom that's in the midst of that, that can still and normalize the good instead of the bad. And so in that moment, in that year, I realized the decades I spent in the industry, remembering those who've gone before me that blazed the trail, including mentors and my mother and other spiritual as well as uh, physical professional leaders that I have aspired to, I... I remember thinking, okay, we need to level the educational field for more equity, to reflect equity. And I literally went online because I wanted to start promoting some of these works that were out there. Ladies, at that time, it's changed now and is changing. At that time, I found nothing. <laughs> I found mm. nothing. It, at least to me, I was searching, I couldn't find. And I literally heard on the inside of me, if not you, then who? And I remember thinking, I mean, what are you talking about? You are not going to write no book. Like I had co-authored <laughs> before in like motivational and inspirational kind of works, but never thought in my own um, category of strength, which is really um, connecting with people through the membrane of the skin and helping to empower people to feel confident to do that for others as well. So I remember thinking I wanted to create, uh, I, it was time for me to create a work that was going to help to develop confidence in the lives of skin professionals and clients and consumers around the most underrepresented skin. And that was melanin rich skin, dark skin, brown skin, black skin. I remember thinking, who are you? In the process of me writing, what what are you trying to do, Charmaine? And I heard those voices, literally ladies, not audibly, because you're like, Charmaine, are you sure you heard audible voices? <laughs> I did not hear any audible voices. Let me caveat that. Um, but I did hear a resounding loud symphony on the inside of me saying, we came this far so that you and others could take it further. Mm. And I, I literally realized it was a calling, like you said, Nichelle. And even when I wanted to stop, when I felt like oh, this is forever, the editing and, oh my gosh, the expense and all this and the investment, I had that propelling compelling on the inside of me saying, you can't give up. You can't draw back. If not you, then who? Only to come to realize that there were others hearing that same voice around the same time, which is so exciting as to why I get to meet amazing professionals like yourselves in the industry, doing your role, owning your responsibility in the face of fear, choosing to be courageous because of the responsibility you have for others coming behind you. Oh wow. God, that literally gave me goosebumps. I mean, and it's something that we talk about on, 
you know, a very consistent basis. What do you want to be accountable for? What is it that you, you know, you want to leave as your legacy in the industry? And you are blazing that trail, Charmaine. So, you know, thank you so much for all that you do as far as, you know, putting your whole passion, heart and soul into, you know, making sure that people understand not only as consumers, but as professionals, you know, how to go about really learning the most unrepresented, uh, you know, skin. And it's something that, you know, it we're continuing to do, right? It's it's not yeah. something that we've managed or mastered. It, it It's just now something that we're just scratching the surface on. And exactly. You, yeah, <laughs> you're really, you're, you're doing so much. And yeah, it's, it's phenomenal to watch. It really is. Oh, thank you so much. It's very kind of you to say. In your 27 plus years in the skin industry, your bio mentions, you know, you have developed the ability to draw out the best in your people or in people in general and totally agree. Right. Um, But can you tell us just how individuals or listeners can work on combating perfectionism and just Mm -hmm. accepting their imperfections? Oh, that's such a, an amazing question because I have met a score of individuals in my professional career um, who have prided themselves on being perfectionists. I have family mm. members. I'm a little OCD in some areas around my house as well. But, you know, <laughs> um, perfectionism, when you really understand what it is, I believe, and this is my professional opinion and personal, but I believe it's really a guise for deep seated insecurity. And and that can come as a result of so many scores of different things. A lot of individuals have had that in their environment growing up as children, where they had um, demanding or um, expectant parents that made no bones about what we expect from you, little Johnny, little Jane, We you're going to make mm-hmm. a doctor in this family. So there's, there's deep seated insecurity. I believe that 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 really fuels perfectionism. And then through culture and through societal norms, we start to pride ourselves and we start to, um, you know, normalize and even uh, praise perfectionists. Wow, they're such a perfectionist. They get things done. But what they don't realize is that all that glitters is not gold. Perfectionism does not exist. And so someone who is priding themselves or trying to become perfection uh, perfection or embody perfection is chasing something that will never be found. And so it's insatiable and it ultimately leads you to a deeper chasm of emptiness because you never measure up. Why? Because you're either having the self-erected standard in your own life or you're living out a, a, a unrealistic standard that was, you know, placed or imposed upon you from parents, sometimes parents that aren't even alive, grandparents, mentors, former employees, you name it, teachers. (laughs) You know, some of us still remember our grade school teachers. They are the most, next to parents, they are the most forming figure in an adult's life when they were a child. So that has Mm. a lot to do. Like, did you have a teacher that supported you in the way that you learned? 
When I was in school, there was no such thing as styles of learning. <laughs> that did not exist. It's <laughs> like you either get the mathematic equation or you're a dummy. And that mm. was me um, because I didn't like math. But now I realize if I had a teacher that was able to draw out my learning style in math, I could have been I could have been that uh, mathematician that I once thought I wanted to be, but that was quickly crushed. So I say that perfectionism is a never ending chase because it ultimately leads you to the reality of I can't do it. And, and, and there's something that I really believe. I believe that there isn't room in our lives for us to accept. I cannot, I can't. What can you do? What do you have? What are mm. you able to bring to the table? You have something because you are breathing. <laughs> that is evidence enough for me that you have something invaluable, intrinsically invaluable because you are breathing. And so I try to um, convey that when I'm teaching, when I'm doing a presentation, when I'm supporting a new skin professional or supporting even seasoned skin professionals or professionals in other industries, letting them know that you are not the extent of what you do. You are more than the title. You are more than what people have placed on you or the job role. You are more than your business. You are already valuable, indifferent of anything that you do. Your existence is what makes you valuable. And so to be able to recognize that about ourselves, especially in the industry, ladies, you know this, where we are always giving, 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 um, we've got to be able to, and I think sometimes that's fueled by perfectionism and I've got to have more clients and got to fill my day and got to, you know, do this and do my reels and do social media and have it just everything on top tier. When you are giving, 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 and you don't pause to be able to fill up again, you are a wreck going somewhere to happen. Maybe it's going to implode on the inside of you behind closed doors, but that is something that drives a deeply insecure person who's trying to keep up, keep up with the Joneses, uh, so to speak. And so being able to give to yourself, prioritize yourself, grace yourself, I like to say, so that you can truly grace others, I believe it means understanding it's okay that I'm not perfect because guess what? Perfect doesn't exist. And I am invaluable just because I'm here. I, I mean, um, I think that that honestly sums up everything that needs to be said about this because <laughs> really, truly, it, truly. It, yeah. Because you know mm -hmm. what it leads to is burnout. If you aren't honest about the, the real topic, it can and what do you think, Alina? Don't you think that that pretty much sums it up? Like exactly the what what our listeners oh, yeah. take away from to this? a T, to a T. Yeah, I mean, you you said it so well. Gosh, I <laughs> I aspire to communicate and just um, oh. speak the way you do, Charmaine, because it truly is powerful, and your words are just yeah, just powerful for lack of better words. So thank you, thank Alina. you, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Do you have just one last piece of advice that you can leave us and our listeners with for those, no matter where they are on their journey, just to improve their self-confidence and self-worth? Yeah, I would like to leave the listening audience with this one thing that I didn't always practice, but I definitely do practice it now because I see where I have needed it. And it's not just anything I'm giving out. I don't dish out because... 
I just dish it out. I dish it out because I am living it, have lived it and am still living it. It's a process, mm-hmm. a journey, and I'm still working on it as well. But I, I'm a true avid believer of everyone's intrinsic value. I don't care if you are X, Y, or Z in your role, starting off at this point in your career, or if you've been servicing clients for years and you've got chains of spas or chains of clinics, what have you, it doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. What does matter is acknowledging that you're here for a reason. The challenges that you and I'm honing this into whoever's listening right now, the challenges that you may have experienced even this year that you're about to face, that you feel are looming, they're not here to cause you to abort what you're called to do. Mm-hmm. They're they're here, they're coming, or the, the, the idea of it for your awareness is there so that you can sharpen who you already are, that you can strengthen the muscle maybe that hasn't really been strengthened, that you can release your superpower so that you can show others that they can also do likewise. Challenges have to come. If they don't come, and sometimes we do have easy seasons, but if you never had a challenge, you would never grow. And growth is the touchstone to success. It is what we need. It's the bedrock, rather I'd say it like that. It's the cornerstone or the bedrock of success. What is success? It is subjective, obviously, but I really believe that we can all agree that it has a lot to do with your personal life, your professional life, and relationships in your profession, as well as in your personal life. So when those are flourishing, physically as well, when those are flourishing, that's what success is. So I believe that I just want to encourage whoever's listening, that uh, challenges aren't here to stop you or block you. They're here to propel you. And I'm honored to be in this journey with you in my own journey, but in this journey together with yours and ladies, Nichelle and Alina, because we're doing this together. No one is an mm-hmm. island to themselves. And I'm honored to be here with such a great company. Mm. It's it's really it's just so profound to have like-minded individuals who can help our industry, who are committed, you know, at the bedrock levels of, you know, seeing it really propel to that next level you know that's that's how we're doing it as as a group as as a community and Mm -hmm. and we're so grateful for you yeah I'm grateful for you as well thank you (laughs) yes you are such a big deal Miss Cooper and we just thank you so much for your time and your wisdom can you just tell the listeners where they can find you and connect with you Yes, I'd be happy to. My books are, are a series called The No Compromise Black Skincare Guide, and they are available wherever um, books are sold, Barnes & Noble, Indigo, uh, Amazon, all of the above. And the best way to connect with me is uh, through my Instagram, LinkedIn. So LinkedIn shows you all of my access points as well. So I can be contacted, DM'd, or um, connected with at the skin theologian so it's at the skin theologian and that's my ig and i'd be happy to meet more individuals anytime we just Um, want to tell you to you know be able to subscribe and you know stay locked into this particular podcast 
please make sure that you're tuning in on a regular basis so that, you know, we can continue to bring on amazing professionals like Miss Cooper here, who has just shared so much of her knowledge. So, so, so willingly she's not gatekeeped any information whatsoever. So, um, Make sure you're you're subscribing to our information and to stay connected with me, you can find me at Nichelle Mosley underscore the Barrier Queen or the Barrier Queen Academy.com. Give us a follow on, excuse me, give us a follow on um, Instagram for um, Fearless Beauties at Fearless Beauties and um, my personal page at True Skin Lab. So thank you all for listening. Until next time.